Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the 1993 classic, quote-unquote, film, The Heroic Trio. Directed by Johnny Toe, written by Sandy Shaw, starring Maggie Chung, Michelle Yeoh, and Anita Mui. While, uh, while though, (laughs) while one tough woman with an invisible robe, has stolen 18 babies for her powerful master, two other tough women, and the cops try to stop her. Yeah, that's that's what this movie's about. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Michelle Yeoh films, right? Been going back and forth between old Jackie Chan films and old Michelle Yeoh films. Both of which there are two separate playlists on or collections, I should say, on the Criterion Channel app, right? Criterion Channel, amazing classic films. Uh, They have one of classic old unknown or, you know, lesser known Jackie Chan films. And uh, the same with Michelle Yeoh. It's Michelle Yeoh kicking ass is what the collection of films are. So far, every single one of Michelle Yeoh's films that I've watched have been amazing until I ran into this movie. And uh, similarly with Jackie Chan, there was one Half a Loaf of Kung Fu that I really didn't like and uh, was the first of the collection that I saw there and then uh, was nervous for the next one, which ended up being good, which I reviewed last week. This week, I found the sad, not fun not even a lot of Michelle Yeoh kicking ass in this one, surprisingly. Despite it being in a collection of films called Michelle Yeoh Kicking Ass. This movie was a massive bummer. I did not like this movie. I would not recommend this movie. I can see how people would like this in the sense of it's so bad it's good kind of a way. Uh, but for me, it was... I didn't feel that way if this had better action maybe or if there were different people involved uh, you know I may have felt that way but in digging into early Michelle Yeoh films I have been very happy with the movies that I've seen so far Uh, the two films Magnificent Warriors and Royal Warriors that I've watched and reviewed Loved both of those movies. They are not related in any way, despite the fact that Warriors is in the title of both. Uh, So I was not worried at all when I hit play on this. You know, Magnificent Warriors was great. Royal Warriors was great. Both very different movies. Both have Michelle Yeoh as the lead, kicking ass alongside other ass kickers. Uh, This movie, she is one of three leads 
Uh, but out of the three is literally invisible in the majority of fights her character is involved in. Literally invisible, which, you know, is kind of a bummer if you are pl playing a movie with the intention of watching Michelle Yeoh kick ass. If her character is literally invisible for the majority of ass kicking scenes that include in this. Uh, but this movie was wild, very goofy, supernatural, kind of a superhero movie. As the title explains, there is a character, Michelle Yeoh's character has a invisibility robe that she wears for a lot of this movie, especially when she's fighting. I think producing those fight scenes with an invisible character was probably the astonishing aspect of this movie. Uh, but I didn't like it. But even in watching this movie, not only big fan of Michelle Yeoh, not a big, not only am I a big fan of her action films that I've seen so far, but the other two leads in this are amazing as well. While watching this, I was like, "Is that is that the stepmom from the Legend of Drunken Master, a recent Jackie Chan movie that I've watched and reviewed?" And yes. Uh, and one of my favorite characters in the legend of drunken master his stepmom yes that is her and then the other character so the uh anita mui is the the stepmom in the jackie chan uh legend of drunken master and then maggie chung played may in Pl uh, police story one two and three so it's like I was excited to see these three female characters, two of which I know are amazing martial artists. Michelle Yeoh, Anita Mui, amazing. And I was glad I did. you do get to see Anita Mui uh, in some good fight scenes. A lot of them are her fighting the invisible Michelle Yeoh uh, and using swords and things like that. And also, like, she can fly for some. Her character's name is Wonder Woman. But at least I got to see some more of her, uh, you know, fighting. Didn't really get as much of her, like, her acting in The Legend of Drunken Master is amazing. Uh, hilarious comedic uh, actor. Very much more dramatic, very melodramatic, this movie. And then Maggie Chung playing May. Not a martial artist in those movies. I mean, the, the biggest action moment she has in those movies is when she gets pulled off of the her scooter as she's trying to drive away from Jackie Chan. Um, but she has a couple fun uh, action moments in this as the thief catcher. But uh, the fact that all three of these actresses, who I am a fan of in the other movies I've seen them in recently... Uh, seeing them in this movie made me very bummed out. Very bummed out. Uh, great actresses in a very bad movie, in my opinion. Uh, very, very much bummed me out. Not only is the story incoherent, but the action is mostly bad, right? It's trying to be a superhero movie uh, with other supernatural elements. But you, there's so many scenes where you see the wires. You see the wire on the manhole cover that gets flipped up. You see the wires on Anita Mui 
as she's flying over the power cables in the city. Like, there is, you see the wires. It is very, and this is 93, you know, it's not super old, but it's, you know, like, I, I don't know. And maybe it's because I, watching it on my projector, watching it on a massive screen makes it easier to see the wires, but it didn't help. Let's just put it that way. I would easily have been able to overlook wires if there was an issue like that, if I could see the practical effects. But the fact that the story is pretty, like, wacky, the fight scenes are very wacky, uh, the action very silly, you know, uh, then maybe I would have been able to overlook those things. And maybe if there were different actresses, you know, if I wasn't such a fan of these three actresses, I would have been able to enjoy the whole it's so bad, it's good aspect, uh, which I feel like is the reason why people like it. I don't know why this is rated so highly. This is like, I, I forget, it's not like amazingly rated, but the fact that it's rated even mildly well and is in a criterion collection of films under Michelle Yeoh kicking ass is mind-blowing to me, right? The, like, it just seems like false advertisement because even, like, even though she is in it and even though there is, like, one fight scene where she's not invisible, the majority of fight scenes her character is in, which are, like, four, she's invisible. So you don't really actually ever see Michelle Yeoh kicking ass aside from the final fight scene which by that time i'm like what is even going on who is that guy they're stealing babies there's like this underworld thing i i don't know you know the, the other fight scenes are okay but still not great you know if they had better action scenes i would have i would have not cared about the story if it had just had great action scenes even if the final action set piece of this movie uh, you know, all built up to just a great final set piece, then I would have liked it, but didn't even. Let's take a quick break from this episode that you're listening and or watching because I want to talk about something that has changed over at InspiredDisorder.com, which is my website, the website of not only the Ray Taylor show, but also of the many faces, the paintings, the original ink paintings that I myself, Ray Taylor, paint new paintings come out every day i am announcing today there are prints available for every painting limited number of prints are are available for every painting every print is made by me i scan in the original painting i print out i make sure everything is properly aligned and corrected and ready to go and each print is signed and numbered each image each painting is limited to only five prints per painting so not only can you collect the original painting but there are five limited edition signed and numbered prints that you can purchase that are printed on the exact same paper that i use to paint the original image so you're getting high quality paper the highest quality print that you could possibly get made by me. I don't ship this out. This isn't drop ship. This isn't some other company making them for me. I make them in-house. 
I take the time, just as I do when I make the, the original paintings, I take that same time, that same energy, that same love and care when it comes to these prints that are limited, only five, but they are numbered and they are signed and they are made by me, made on the same paper. So if the original painting is four by six, so is the print, four by six. Six by nine, six by nine print. Nine by 12 original, nine by 12 print. Those are the main three sizes of paintings that I do these days. Prices for the original work, $100 for the 9, nine x 12 $40 for the 6x9, and $20 for the 4x6. Now, the print prices obviously are much lower, much more affordable for collecting. If you can't afford the originals, you can afford the prints. 4x6 prints start... $5. The 6x9s, $10. And the 9x12s are $20. So you can go to inspireddisorder.com and purchase original artwork at amazing prices. Or prints. If you if you're if I times are tough, I get it. Trust me, I know. But if you want to collect my work, there are many options. And even the prints are of high quality, and they are rare. They, are, they don't last forever. There's only five prints made for each painting. So go to inspiredisorder.com. Start collecting art today. Upgrade your walls. Elevate your space. Start Get a conversation starter. Start your art collection today over at inspiredisorder.com. Now, let's get back to this show that you're listening to right now. But I do want to get into spoilers, talk about specific things of this movie that I didn't like, or maybe I did. Uh, but spoilers for the heroic trio, which is not a movie I would even recommend. So, you know, stick around for spoilers because it's not worth it. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even make sense anyway. I could tell you everything that happens in this movie, and then you could go watch it, and you'd be like, I don't, I still didn't even know what was going on. And the, I should have known when this movie starts out, the way it starts out, it's uh, Anita Mui's character and her husband. She's married to a cop that doesn't know she's Wonder Woman, by the way. Doesn't know that she's a superhero who can fly, right? And he's like the head of police. He's a lead detective. Great detective this guy is, right? It starts with them checking at a house. There's a real estate agent who has a board, like a, a one-by-four board stuck to the bottom of his shoe, and he can't get it off. So he just shows the house with this board stuck to his shoe. Very kind of cheesy, but then also you have this music that's playing, the score, very melodramatic, like I'm watching a sappy uh, soap opera thing. So the contrast in kind of goofy, bored, stuck to real estate agent shoe, and then, you know, music is, is not helping. And then there's a moment where they're like out in the middle of nowhere, by the way, this house. They're not in a city. They're not in like even a suburb. It's like one of those houses that it's like your neighbor. You can't you can barely see you. You have to drive to go to your neighbor's house. But for some reason, despite being out in the middle of nowhere, somebody tries to steal this guy's car. So the cop jumps out of the window, swings down with the vine, uses the vine to like get this guy who's trying to steal his car and then throws the cuffs at him. Like, you know what to do with those. Right. Very cheesy, but whatever. I'm like, I'm not turned off by this movie yet. 
then you find out he goes to work you find out there's this thing going on 18 babies have been missing there's this like crime spree of babies being stolen um and they keep mentioning the idea to contact wonder woman right using the term wonder woman which this wonder woman in this movie is not the marvel or dc i should say superhero wonder woman but they call her wonder woman but while these cops are having their meeting talking about we should probably call wonder woman this clearly invisible person who is in there with them for some reason decides to crush a can in front of somebody and then starts writing down on a piece of paper in front of another guy then kicks the chalkboard that they are writing their master plan on how they're going to crack down on this baby kidnapping ring and after that happens the guy who had the note written in front holds it up and it says uh your baby's next your son is next so it's like the reality of this situation michelle Yeoh's character wearing the invisible robe goes in for some reason is going to tell the commissioner that she is going to steal his baby first but before she t d which is a dumb why would she even tell him that she's going to do that but let's say okay she's going to do that why would she crush a coke can for no reason like you wear the invisible robe so nobody knows you're there right which means you can just drop the note off but crushes the coke can in front of people like they're watching it happen and they're just kind of not saying anything then the, the they're seeing the note being written not saying anything and then the, she kicks the board down and then runs out and they all run after her it is just a another scene that's like should have clued me in it's like this is not going in a good direction then you see in a hospital where the commissioner's baby is in like the nursery with all the other newly born babies or whatever you see two babies levitate out of their little things i don't know what they're called where they're waiting with all the other babies in the room with the babies in their own little sectioned off little crates or whatever and you see two of them rise up, levitate, and then fly out a window. So Michelle Yeoh's character goes in and takes two babies and somehow is able to jump out the window with them. This tiny little round window. And of course, Wonder Woman shows up. Uh, Wonder Woman shows up wearing a mask, kind of like clearly on wires, kind of dancing over the power cables. You see the wire sticking up from her. And she throws her, like, stylized ninja stars, which aren't little ninja stars, but whatever. Uh, and we find out that she, that's the woman that's married to the cop. And the, it doesn't seem like he knows that she, his wife is Wonder Woman uh, or that she can fly. But she's able to stop one of the people from... She's able to stop Michelle Yeoh's character from stealing the invisible woman from stealing one of the babies, not the commissioner's baby. His baby actually gets stolen or the commander, whatever his position is, cop. And you find out the invisible person's Michelle Yeoh, which is a bummer to see that Michelle Yeoh is the bad guy stealing it, responsible for stealing all these babies. But the purpose for this is she takes them to this underground underworld place where this master is that wears a wacky headdress 
and she's trying to find the next king of China. That is the purpose of stealing these babies. They're trying to find the, the baby that is going to be the next king. Is the premise for the reasoning for her going to steal these babies. And then you see a little bit of her backstory. The invisible woman. As a kid. Seemingly her dad yelling at her. But it's not her dad. It's just the person that trained him. Assumingly she was an orphan along with the other kid in this dream. And it's like they're he's training them to climb a mountain. And uh, one of these girls, who's like six years old, is struggling to climb this mountain hand over hand on a rope. And the Michelle Yeoh's character, as a child, the invisible woman's character, tries to reach down and help her. And the, the math, their trainer is telling her to not help her. If she's going to fall, she's going to fall. And, of course, she falls. Right? Very tragic memory, dream she's having. So you get a little bit of a backstory. Obviously, these three women are connected. They all come from the same thing, or at least Invisible Woman and uh, Wonder Woman both come from the same thing. But one went evil route. The other went uh, a more of a positive route. Uh, Wonder Woman goes to like this goofy truth teller thing to find out the, you know, what's going on with these babies. She finds out that their babies are all have emperor birth dates that's the commonality between all these babies so it kind of links to like oh they're trying to find the next emperor or whatever but like why she's at she's like on the balcony of this like weird like fortune teller lady and there's kids at all the other windows blowing bubbles and one of the kids just happens to fall out the window which of course wonder woman has to spring into action and fly down to save this kid but tells all the other kids to just shh, don't don't say that you just saw me save this fly and save this kid. And by the way, I guess the fortune teller lady is blind or whatever, so maybe she didn't see it. But just like, I, just a random scene. She also saves a kitten in that scene. Then we go to a hostage situation, right? Just a completely different situation the cops are dealing with. And this woman, uh, the third woman, rides in on a motorcycle, lights a stick of dynamite, throws the stick of dynamite into an overturned like giant metal barrel she sits on the metal barrel right like it's a motorcycle or a horse and the dynamite goes off and she flies over the situation into where the hostage situation's going on riding on this barrel very cheesy very cheesy uh and that's where you find out that this is may from where i'm like she looks familiar too and then it's may from uh, police story one two and three which is crazy of course she neutralizes the situation she's kind of like a uh, uh, uh somebody for hire so the commissioner hires her to find his baby so she's like kind of just does she's like a criminal for hire kind of a thing or she's like you know she she's a contract person michelle yo's character is working for the evil person trying to find the next Ch chinese king and then Anita Mui is more of the, the good guy superhero person that's married to a cop. So it's like they all kind of are coming from different uh, perspectives as far as this situation's going. But it's uh, she's known as the thief catcher. Uh, and she, what she does, she steals a baby of her own to use as bait 
right? She goes back to that hospital, steals a baby. Wonder Woman tries to fight her, thinking that she's the one responsible for stealing the 18 babies, but she's just stealing it for bait. She, like, follows her to, like, this place where she's taking the baby to, like, lure in whoever is actually stealing the babies, which the Invisible Woman shows up. So there's, like, this fun fight scene between the thief catcher and Wonder Woman, who you can see, and then the Invisible Michelle Yeoh shows up, and there's a fight scene between them, um, which is, like, you know, close-ups of footprints, uh just like things breaking because she's thrown across the room and hitting something like technically it's very interesting how they pulled it off but not great what is up listeners of the ray taylor show let's take a quick break from the podcast that you are listening and or watching at this very moment because i want to talk about the official ray taylor show merchandise that i sell over at my website inspireddisorder.com these are images inspired by the show. These are images that are designed by me. Ray Taylor Show merch. Not only high-quality shirts, but also high-quality biodegradable phone cases. So if you're somebody that commutes, you listen to this podcast on the go, and you want to show your support, you want to show your love for this show, you can get a phone case. That's not only going to protect your phone. It's not only going to show the world that you love this show and that you support this show. But it's also a phone case that's going to be good for the environment because it's biodegradable. It's not made of plastic and rubber. It's made, about, it's made of things that will break down into the earth when you're done using it. When you upgrade to the newest of new iPhones and you get rid of it, you can rest assured that you are not polluting the environment with the phone case so if you want to show your support to the ray taylor show head on over to inspireddisorder.com pick yourself up some shirts pick yourself up some phone cases and i'm working on updating everything new designs new products all kinds of new merch for the ray taylor show so if you want to show your support head on over to inspireddisorder.com and pick up your merch now to show your support and love for the Ray Taylor show. Now, with all of that said, let's get back to that very show right now. Baby ends up getting hurt, so she has to take the baby to the hospital. Of course, the baby dies, right? In that whole fight, baby doesn't make it, doesn't survive. Uh, there's this whole other crazy guy that the master sends who, like, eats birds. He, like, gets his finger cut off, eats his own finger. In another scene, eats birds. Like, he's just a crazy guy from the underworld. He has this, like, head decapitation cage thing on a chain, which I've seen in another movie. I don't know if it's, like, a memory of maybe I've watched this movie and blocked it out. Or it seems like something that I've seen in, like, a Mortal Kombat movie. Or maybe, like, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, maybe there was a thing. But it's, like, this cage. It's on the end of a chain. He throws it. Cage goes over a guy's head. And there's blades on the bottom of the cage that cut the, the, the remove the head from the, the body, right, decapitate the head. And then you have the head inside the cage. That's this kind of weapon this crazy guy has. So it ends with, like, a big fight with him. There's, like, landmines involved that, like, seemingly kill the Wonder Woman's husband, but he survives. 
uh you have the woman on the motorcycle there's this crazy scene where she like it's like spinning sideways and like launches it at the crazy guy but then after blowing up the 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 cage that he's using the the decapitation cage with dynamite because of course the thief catcher just uses dynamite that's like her weapon it's just she throws dynamite into shit she blows that up he like tears the motorcycle in half that they launched at him it's just it's so wild it is so wild then you have a runaway train out of nowhere crashes into where this fight is happening uh and come to find out the cop knew his wife was one woman but only in the moment when he was trying to when he was getting blown up by the landmine like he could tell by the look in her eye uh you have the scene with the invisible woman and the scientist which the kind of side stories like the scientist developed the invisible the robe but it's like supposed to be toxic and it's killing him but for some reason she can wear it and it's not killing her but there's this whole like love story between him and her, which is just very confusing. You have Wonder Woman and the Invisible Woman were the two young girls from her memory, right? All three women end up fighting the crazy guy, the crazy bad guy. Uh, they use dynamite to end up just to kill all of the babies that are in the underworld because like, oh, they're just going to grow up to become this crazy guy so we should just kill them now so they're like okay so they just blow up all of the kids that have been kidnapped and are in this underworld you have wonder woman and the thief catcher fighting the master uh then you have invisible woman shows up there's she blocks the bullets from using like this uh like the master holds up a belt of bullets right like something that you would have across your chest she just holds it up and like all the bullets shoot out of there because magic uh and then we finally see michelle yo fight in these final fight scenes right and we find out that the whole master underworld thing is just in the sewers like they climb out and they're just on the streets and sewers and when they climb out they throw dynamite because that's how you kill everything in this movie Right, killed the kids using dynamite, blew up the, the cage decapitator thing with dynamite. So they throw dynamite in the underworld to blow it up, and you see manhole covers just flying up everywhere. The manhole covers flying everywhere. The master goes up to the streets, obviously, because the underworld is being exploded. Right, So now it's the master fighting the three women who have teamed up now, the, the trio of heroes. Right, And the master gets blown up with dynamite as everything else but ends up just turning into a flaming skeleton which is kind of cool practical effects the invisible woman tries to fight the uh skeleton but it just like basically the skeleton wraps around michelle yo's character and what you see from that point on is basically michelle yo wearing a skeleton suit that looks like it's just like the ribs are like around her chest the arms are like attached to her hands and then the head is just kind of off to the side and it's this scene where it's supposed to be her body is kind of she's fighting this skeleton that's kind of wrapped around her 
and she's because her body's being controlled she's fighting the others right it's 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 pretty crazy uh, you have the thief, thief cashier trying to headbutt the skeleton head to death, which doesn't work. While the skeleton is like constricting Michelle Yeoh's character, trying to kill her. And Michelle Yeoh's character just jumps off the building to sacrifice herself and to kill the, the skeleton. It, like the, the final bat, it's so wi wild. So wild. So I get like the so bad it's good b-movie aspect of it but man i guess maybe now that i know what to expect with this movie i under the right circumstances i could see putting it on for somebody i'd be like you got to check out this wild movie although it's just like if there was at least good action scenes at least better action scenes then i would say it's even better but it's like man like you the only reason to watch this is to laugh at it it's not to see good action it's not to be impressed by these actresses that are great and other stuff it is it is to laugh you are not laughing with this movie you are laughing at this movie which i didn't like i it's not good and towards the end i was literally struggling to stay awake i was like i do not want to stop this and have to start watching it again in the morning I'm going to stay up and finish watching it. And I was like literally dozing off as just craziness was happening. And there's not a whole lot of fights. The fights that do happen aren't that great. Uh, you know, I was expecting more, I guess, my own fault. And even when I recognized the other two actresses, it only made it worse because I was expecting this to be even better. And it's just like it just it wasn't. But anyway. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Ray Taylor show. And I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the heroic trio. Uh, even though I did not enjoy this movie. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder with all of these are available in video formats until next time. Enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had, can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.